what's going on guys back with another pod real quick um a couple of big time trades that happened today in the nba we're gonna go through them real quick while i'm here on my lunch break um and obviously the biggest move was that the chicago bulls trade for nikola vucevic um and i'm gonna look at it from both sides from the magic perspective and the bulls um the complete deal is Bulls send Orlando two first-round picks, 2021 and 2023, top four, including top four protected this year. And they also sent Wendell Carter Jr. and Otto Porter to the Magic for Al Farouk Aminu and Nikola Vucevic. So let's break it down first from the Bulls' perspective here. This is an interesting move. Um, it, it's tough because I, I am a Bulls fan have been my whole life um and I I think that this is a tough one there's no question Vucevic is way better on the offensive end of the floor than 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 Wendell Carter Mm -hmm. um that's a fact but defensively he like Markinen is lacking so now you have two 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 bigs who can't really defend um they can shoot they can score but they can't defend a wet paper bag on that side of the court the bulls have been inconsistent defensively and this is now a a theme a trend um you know i i like vucevic i don't love vucevic you know he he really is a one-dimensional guy now is he very good yes does he help you win it's the same question I've been asking with Zach Levine. Does Zach Levine help you win? I don't... I, If I had to guess, I would probably say the answer is no. And the reason is because he can only affect the game one way. And this is what I've said about multiple guys. I mean, look at Kawhi Leonard. You know, even LeBron James way back in the day. Um, he could affect the game on both sides of the ball. When his offense wasn't there, he could still pass, rebound, you know, dribble, um, um, block shots, all those sorts of things. Whereas Kawhi, you know, a, a, a inhumane, a better offensive version, maybe not passing wise, but as a score, he's a better shooter, um, can take over a game at any point. Um, when the Raptors were, were in that Philadelphia series, the only reason they won was Kawhi Leonard. He almost single-handedly won that series. I mean, did they get contributions from other people? Yeah, because you can't win a game on your own. But in terms of the numbers he put up and the consistency, shooting over 50% that entire series, despite the fact that Ben Simmons was guarding him and other long, lengthy guys, I mean, he was he took over that series. And then he went on to the Eastern Conference Finals against Milwaukee, a team that was way more athletic than they are now, he took over that series. That's the kind of guy you need. But doing it on both ends of the floor. Because I'm not telling you you can't be a star. I'm telling you I don't think you can affect winning as much if you are not a two-way guy. Just like Giannis. Giannis can affect winning. He's an excellent defensive player. But offensively, he's still limited. And it continues to be shown time and time again. That's why, again, I don't think they're going to be more than a second-round team. Because in the end, you're going to run into some team that, you know, can defend you very well, hold you down, make other guys beat you, and they they have to beat you four times out of seven. 
And I, I just don't think, you know, they don't have, they, they, I don't think that can be done. So now you have two guys tied to each other who make a lot of money, who I don't know if any of them affect winning. And, and that's a, it's a relative term. You know, I'm not telling you that you can win without Zach Levine. I'm telling you that he is an all-star at best, like Nikola Vucevic is an all-star at best, marking an all-star at best. These are players that are not going to be all NBA players. That's what I mean when I say that. They're not going to be top 10 players. They're not going to, I don't even think you could say top 20 players. Um, Because you can't, you can only play the game one way. And that means a lot when you start talking about how does this person affect winning? Can I put him on the best player and tell him, get some stops, make life hard for him? No, I can't. I can't do that with any of these players. So I have three non-defenders in my starting lineup who have all the offensive ability in the world, maybe outside of Markin, and he's he's obviously third, but still has ability. You know, the other two are more proven. I I to me, this is almost a almost an unnecessary trade. I understand Wendell Carter hasn't played well lately, but what I don't get is what does this move get you? The the eight seed? The seven seed, the first round loss. I don't think that it moves them forward because you're worse defensively. You're way worse defensively. <laughs> you know, I know the the theory is, oh, let's score points and figure the rest out later. Listen, this is not college. You can't put three elite offensive players on one team um, like Gonzaga and make a possible Final Four run. This is the NBA, and in the NBA, you have to get stops. And now, as a result, I don't think that they can at a, at a high enough level to really make a dent in the Eastern Conference. Even though the East is weak, er, there's still enough teams there that, like, I'll give you a perfect for instance. Are the Bulls better than the Raptors? No, they're not. If they played each other right now in a seven-game series, they're bigger because of Vucevic, but when it comes time to get a stop, who do I trust more? The team that's in somewhere ranked between 15 and 20, and that's inconsistent for them in terms of defense, or the team that's in the lower 20s and that's a normal ranking for them. I mean, they're not healthy. They had the COVID ravage, you know. But you even saw last night that when they're able to turn it on defensively, they're a totally different ball club. If they're healthy, they would beat the Bulls in the first round series. Why? Because the Bulls have to outscore you. The Raptors can stop you and outscore you. I just... I, I There's a part of me that says I understand the trade, but then the other part of me as a fan says Why? Does this move the needle? Does Vucevic make me a top four team in the East, even a top five team in the East? No. <laughs> no. He he again, he can't stop a wet paper bag. Now, is he good for 25 and 12 and shooting 40% from three? Yeah. But what difference does that make? If he has an off night, then what? Right? And that that's what you always have to think about. Don't think about what could go right. Think about what could go wrong here. You know, now I like the ability to have a low post guy. In Vucevic, he's going to draw doubles. It's going to open things up offensively. That is true. But defensively, unless they can work some magic, which I don't think they can, no pun intended, I don't see this being a great benefit for them. Orlando, to me, won this trade. Now, Alfaruco Mino, he's a defensive guy, but he's been inconsistent. He's been hurt. You know, um, he essentially replaces uh, Porter, but Porter has more offensive ability than he does. So I don't, I don't know. I mean, I this is in some ways it's a puzzling trade, in my opinion. 
Um, as for the Magic, like I said, I think they won this trade. Um, I think you have to give them a ton of credit here. Um, yeah, they they went nowhere with Vucevic, right? I mean, you could say affects winning. I I again, we'll we'll see. I mean, the Bulls are a middle of the road team, so we'll see if he can boost their winning. But I mean. I, I love this move for them. I think it's great. I think that, you know, they got rid of a lot of guys today. Uh, um, Aaron Gordon went to the Nuggets. We'll talk about that in a minute. Um, and then you talk about uh, uh, Aaron Fournier went to the Celtics. That, to me, is another puzzling move because I don't think that moves the needle. I don't think Aaron Fournier, they probably wanted too much for Aaron Gordon, and they probably had to settle for Aaron Fournier. But I don't think, as currently constructed, he makes them that much better. Does that make them better than Brooklyn? No. <laughs> like, I, I, it is what it is, though. I mean, anyway, for for the Orlando Magic, um, the protected picks twenty one to twenty and twenty three. I think that's great for them. Again, when you look at this team as currently constructed, um, Carter gets a fresh start. I think that's good for them because they're going to get a motivated player, I believe. You know, I this is a little bit out of nowhere in terms of the trade sequence. I mean, I'd rather roll the dice with a young roster and then make something work in the offseason than do it midseason only because young guys have fresher legs. And, and they – Carter was going through a struggle, but you got to give him, I believe, more than the time they gave him to work out of that struggle. But, hey, give the Orlando Magic credit for doing a fire sale basically – you know, who knows? Maybe there'll be players here in the future in free agency, but it's a great move for them. You're banking the Bulls being bad, which right now they're mediocre. So that that may happen, top four notwithstanding. And then on the other side of it, um, even if you know they're they're even if they're not bad, you're you still get the benefit of probably a top ten to twelve pick because they're not going to be better than seven or eight. Not with that massive defensive liability lineup. I mean, guys are going to be eating on them in the paint. <laughs> like, they are. I mean, it, it's going to be a free throw. They're going to win game 127-121. But, you know, uh, this is, uh, boy. But, yeah, I, I like this trade more for the Magic. It's 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 very, very good. Oh, my goodness. Trailblazers traded for Norman Powell. I am shocked. The Blades are trading Gary Trent Jr. and Rodney Hood. Interesting. Unreal. Unreal. I love Norm. I mean, he is a... This guy is a scorer. Yeah, he can play with Dame and CJ. Yeah, it, 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 
it weakens you defensively. They're a top six offense. So you add Norman Powell, but you take out Gary Trent, who's actually a pretty good defensive player. Um, I, I, I don't know. I mean, I guess when you, when you look at, when you look at what Portland has had to deal with the last couple of seasons, right? Let's, let's say this year, CJ McCollum or Dame gets hurt. Now you can, you can, Norm can be a guy who can efficiently get those buckets. You know, he's going to give you a little more too on the defensive side of the ball. So it makes sense. And he can play with that unit. You're probably going to go ultra small with Carmelo at the four, right? But you're going to have Norm, CJ, and and Dame. But, I mean, again, who do you stop with that lineup? I mean, who who's going to get a stop if they all play together? I think that's probably the biggest worry I would have. You run into a team like the Pelicans where, yeah, Dame can light it up, but in the playoffs, everything condenses, and all of a sudden size matters a little bit more. You know, I mean, think about it. If you put those three guys on the floor together, every guy, LeBron, um, Zion, um, you know, anybody in the West, you know, Chris Paul, he's going to pick on all those. They're going to pick on those guys. Defense, maybe not Norm so much, but those other, I mean, you're telling me I could get a pick and roll off three guys. I can get that switch three, three different guys plus Mello. So four different guys. I don't know about that. I mean, I guess Portland is trying to zig when everybody else zags and says, let's just let's just try to outscore them. But you run into, like, Utah, you know, yeah, you, you probably can win a game or two because of your offense, maybe. But defensively, you're going to be I – mean, I mean, how can that team stop Rudy Gobert? How can that team stop Donovan Mitchell? Right? I mean, it's going to be interesting. It's going to be because I, I understand their thought process. Their thought process is it, the defense is always going to load up on CJ and Dame. And that's true. That's absolutely correct. They are going to load up on CJ and Dame. And so Norman Powell is literally a, a number one scorer, averaging almost 30 a game the last 10 games. Um, and we insert him. Whoever is guarding him, he's going to have an advantage. That is, listen, you are 110% correct. But. Also, you're gonna have to get some stops sometime. <laughs> like, so yeah, interesting trade. Um, I'm 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 hurt. I'm hurt for the Raptors. It's good. I mean, I I, I Trent and Hood. It, it makes so much sense because these are both guys who can score and play defense, right? So it just kind of adds to that versatility. When you put them out on the floor, there's no liability. Like I love it. I love it for them. I, I think they. I think this was a, a A plus grade, honestly. You know. So, man, it's it's been a crazy day. Uh, looks like George Hill is going to the 76ers. Um, let's talk about the Nuggets getting Aaron Gordon. Um, Gary Clark is going to go to Denver with Gordon in exchange for R.J. Hampton, Gary Harris, and a first-round pick. That pick is top five, 2025. So Gordon is going to be with them to this year and next year. Yeah, he's a he's a defender, but he can score. And I, I like this for them because they could not figure out how to defend the wings the LeBrons of the world and all that. Like, Gordon can do that. Gordon 
is a six foot eight, two hundred twenty-five pound guy. So LeBron can't push him around in the post, you know, just as a for instance. But like, I like this. I like this deal for them. Um, it makes it makes a lot of sense. Um, give them credit. They're they're right there now, you know. They're right there, you know. It, it it's a crazy day here for these trades, man. I kind of I wasn't even really paying attention to them a lot, but um, yeah, give them credit. Give give all these teams credit for trying to improve their teams. Um, it doesn't look like Kyle Lowry is going anywhere. Um, which is good to me. I I they probably wanted a lot for him. So, yeah, I mean, look, guys, I, you're trying to take a step in the NBA. Um, you have to find a way to kind of make that work and, and try to consistently push yourself over the top. It's, it's difficult. Um, this is a league of, of, you know, very few where, where one bounce can, can turn a series. One bounce can turn uh, a franchise. I mean, it. it it's happened time and time again. So these teams, you know, I feel like today you're, you're winners in a trade. Um, in my opinion, uh, feel like the Raptors won, feel like the magic one. And I feel like, uh, the, the, the nuggets won. And then the losers, I feel like the blazers, I would probably put it even like you get a really dynamic score, but your defense is not going to be better because of Norman Powell, right? It's not going to be worse. But it's not going to be better, right? Um, and then losers to Celtics, I just don't think. There's a reason they wanted Aaron Gordon. And part of that reason is to kind of take the load off of Hill, or I'm sorry, <laughs> Jalen Brown and uh, Jason Tatum because they're the ones who have to, to pick up that slack. They have to guard the best players right or send the double teams or whatever it is they're gonna have to exert energy on both ends you get a third guy now you don't have to do that but I think they knew if we had given them that guy we might have gave them an easy ticket to the east finals maybe even the NBA finals you know they would have been able to contend with Brooklyn Lynn I don't think that they can now um you know I think KD is just too much at in the end you know but Look, these teams, they did the best they could to think that they can get a piece or two that maybe can put them over the top. Maybe they can get close. Who knows? Um, give them credit. Give all these teams credit. Uh, I still think the Bulls were a big loser. Um, I, Like I said, I like Vucevic as a player, but even that only goes so far. He's not a defensive player. Like They're never going to – the Bulls are never going to really get back to where they need to be until they can get the stops on defense. And that seems like it's going to be at least a couple of years away. So anyway, I appreciate you guys listening. Um, Be sure to like, comment, subscribe, and I'll catch you next time.